At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis. Katz at Night Show on the line for us right now is Charlie Gasparino, always telling it like it is. And there was that breaking news this morning about Elon Musk. It looks like he's threatening to back out of the Twitter deal because of all the bots on there. Texas Attorney General is also suing the SEC, basically saying that Twitter has fraudulently, you know, uh, kind of made their product seem bigger and better than it is. But meanwhile, we don't even know how many users are real or fake. Charlie Gasparino, what are you hearing? <laughs> I mean, everybody's all over the place on this. Um, is it a is it a plea, a plan or a ploy by Elon to renegotiate the price? Obviously, bid $54.20, uh, $54.20. Uh, when the markets were at a different level, they've been correcting and they're going to keep correcting. Uh, a lot of that is being taken out of Tesla shares, which he's going to pay for. He's using the vet those to pay for this. So that's one aspect. The other aspect, you know, he might have a point about the bots. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of garbage on Twitter, bots, people with fake accounts. It's not just bots. People with fake accounts that, you know, are really there for nothing but trolls. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you sell um, you know, ads and try to monetize <clears throat> the Twitter activity of the trolls. So, I mean, I think there's some of that. Um, there's also possibly him looking just to, you know, maybe not walk away, but renegotiate, you know, this thing down. And, you know, Twitter's in kind of a, a rough spot because if he's the only buyer out there, and he is, uh, this could fall down to a $25 stock. I mean, especially when the Fed keeps the, keeps raising rates and stock prices keep normalizing. Uh, this company has never made money. Um, it has lousy cash flow. It's a, so it's a horrible private equity investment and only a crazy billionaire could buy it and uh so they yeah i wonder if they have much of a choice i mean i think what they're probably their plan b is to probably get a judge essentially to enjoin um musk and say you must buy this because you chose not to do due diligence which you did and you said 54 20 take it or leave it they took it and now you're running away you know based on you know your wins about what is a bot, what isn't. So, well, you know, Charlie, that, what could a, be a, that could be their game plan. It's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg, Charlie. What about a, a forfeiture, a penalty, if he doesn't consummate the deal? <clears throat> no, no, he's supposed well, to see the other way around. He's supposed to get a billion dollars if. That's the breakup fee if you know there's real fraud involved or so something was uncovered that was really fraudulent. You know that we're a long way from that. I mean, I guess a judge could say you owe Twitter fifteen billion, or he could settle for fifteen billion, which would be less than the four billion he was going to buy pay for it anyway. Um, that's that's a possibility. I mean, there's a lot of stuff at work here, and then there's the whole political story. I mean, this 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 story you know started out as a, as a you know a merger or an acquisition, and it's turned into this huge political football. You know, Republicans taking his side, saying he stands for free speech. Democrats. 
uh, going after him. Republicans going after Twitter, saying that it's, uh, it's a liberal uh, you know, sounding board, which not even liberal, it's progressive. Uh, they would argue. So uh, this thing is a huge political story. I mean, obviously, Musk and the and the, uh, and the president are butting heads all the time. I mean, the story has it all, and it's, it's and it, you know we're in, I still think we're in the fifth inning of this thing. Charlie, uh, in the studio with us is the uh, uh, the premier of Saskatchewan. I'm saying it better and better. You bet. Uh, uh, premier Mo, uh, you uh, have much dealings in Canada. I knew this would happen. <laughs> we got a horrible connection. Yeah. Are we? Lo- are you losing us? He's still there. I can hear you now. Okay. I, we, I said we have the premier of Saskatchewan in the uh, uh, of Canada. Uh, if uh, and uh, and oh, premier, do you have any questions? Uh, you have problems with Twitter up in Canada? Uh, about the same problems that I think Elon has uh, has identified with respect to bots and and, and trolls and and whatever uh, that might be. Um, interesting story. Elon uh, did spend some time up in Saskatchewan as a, as a young boy. His mother originates uh, from just outside the the Regina area, a community called Waldeck. Actually, uh, is uh, where uh, the the Musk family does have some roots, and so we do have a connection uh, just in in that way historically. Uh, Twitter is uh, you know is it. It's 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 everything in Saskatchewan that it is across America, and for for better or worse. And it sounds like I would agree, uh, I would agree with Charlie. We're probably in the fifth inning of this. Uh, the offers have been made, and now the negotiations can begin. Charlie, what do you say to Americans? Because I, I have family members, they're not even on Twitter anymore. They're on Truth Social or whatever. They don't use it. What do you say to them? Like, why should I even care what Elon Musk is doing, or why should I even care about Twitter? It's only a social media app. Who cares if you can't say what you want to say? You know, I think there's some of that. I mean, I, I take I, I kind of agree with that. Why should we care so much? But it's an important uh, forum for for dispensing thought, and a lot of influence makers are on it, and a lot more want to be on it. And if it's a free, if it's if it's much more, um, uh, if it's less uh, restrictive and less totalitarian as it, and progressively totalitarian. That's a good thing for speech, free speech in the country, and I think that's why a lot of conservatives rallied around him initially, Elon's bid, because he essentially said that. He goes, this is a great public forum, and it's being run by idiots that are both restricting the free speech element of it and don't even know how to run a business while they're doing it. I mean, people would think if they were doing all this uh, restrictive stuff and it sold, but it, they're not making any money. So um, that was the allure of his bid. Now, shifting uh, uh, to the economy, I want to ABC News poll. Forty eight percent of voters say the economy is the most important issue. I think that's probably even understated. understated. Yeah. And and the Democrats are even now worried, obviously, about gas prices and the economy. How big of a role is is inflation? I mean, we we keep talking about it and Biden keeps blaming Putin. He can't blame Trump anymore as the boogeyman. But at this point, I think Americans are wising up that this guy is just right. doesn't have it all together. And this country is headed in down the toilet. Lydia, if I could just you add to that. And, yes, I'm sorry, uh, Congressman. Sorry, yes. This is, Pete King. is there any segment of the uh, financial community that has any faith in Joe Biden bringing this back, getting inflation uh, no. under control? No, I mean, they won't go. They won't say this publicly, obviously, because they're all high, highly regulated institutions. But, you know, if you got Jamie Dimon with a beer in him, then. Okay, tell me the truth. What do you think? He'd be shaking his head and rolling his eyes. I mean, like everybody, it, it's it's literally the gang that couldn't shoot straight. 
Um, I will say this. One of the things that I think was pretty – it should be pretty scary for Democrats is they keep bragging about the top-line numbers of the economy, the unemployment rate, GDP, being so great, strong as ever. Like the Biden's always saying this. But I, I saw a poll, and I don't know the source of it, that said you know, a vast majority of Americans think the economy is going in the wrong direction. They think the economy is bad. Now, that is striking. If you have GDP and all this stuff you know, you know, hitting records, as, as we do, the top-line numbers suggest that, and people believe the economy is bad, that means inflation is raging because their, their, their wages are being eaten up by inflation. That also means the underlying numbers are worse than what the top-line numbers are saying. That people are cutting back on stuff, you know, they're losing money in the markets that are starting to normalize. There's a lot of stuff out there that people are cutting back on, and and, and they're, they're really worried about the economy. Well, if and, they're spending know, more for food and more for gasoline, they're going to cut someplace. Right, and you know, if you spend more for listen, if, if you're making five dollars an hour more than you made last year, but everything is up by ten dollars, I mean, it just it doesn't matter. So I, you know, the Democrats, I, I, I mean. I guess it's possible they could keep the Senate. You know, maybe Herschel Walker, you know, can't pull it off in Georgia. But if I will say this, watch that Georgia race. Herschel Walker wins from Georgia, and the Republicans are going to destroy them in the fall because you know Herschel Walker is just not not a polished candidate. This guy Warnock is, but he's everything that the Democrat that is bad that the Democrats have embraced recently. I mean, he's. Far left on the economy, far left on social issues, CRT, is essentially a socialist. So um, if Herschel could pull that off, man, the Republicans are going to just clean up everywhere. I mean, forget about the House. They're going to yeah. win the House easy. Well, um, I think the American people are getting angry as, as heck. Uh, and uh, before, we're going to have to take another break. And thank you, Charlie, for coming on. Uh, Premier, I, I have an expression. The American people are mad as hell and they can't take it anymore. Is, is there any kind of indication like that in Canada? There's a lot of frustration. I, you know, I, I don't know if well, I'd say some are some some that expression would uh, would fit uh, some of the folks as well. You, you know, we we look in particular in Western Canada, we're a natural resource based uh, economy. We have every opportunity uh, to really you know participate in um, you know a, a growing and, and, and the economic opportunities that that we see before us. And you know, time and time again, we see uh, you know a number of uh, impediments that are that are put in place. And, and they're not really achieving what they're set out to achieve. And there, there is opportunities uh, to achieve that, but in, in a very, very different way. And so there is some frustration. Uh, in particular, we're seeing that in some areas of Canada. And, you know, in fairness, you might be seeing it, you know, down throughout the Midwest, uh, U.S. as well. As we have a lot in common, uh, you know, north-south of where we live with the Midwestern U.S. right up to and including Alaska. And, pre- and Premier, quick question. Is is the woke culture as vibrant as it is here in the States? I mean, Burger King has gone woke. For pride, Oreos have gone woke, and then in Dallas, Texas, there was this huge uproar. Drag um, queen. Does he know what woke is? Yeah, I'm sure. You, well, you know where there. It's a slang word. I'm in sure the he knows. States. Yeah, and then they have a drag queen hour for kids. They were teaching seven year olds in Dallas, Texas, how to strike a pose and put dollar bills down. Dra- I mean, is that happening in Canada? Because here, parents, I have a five year. I'm just like, this is crazy. 
Yeah, in 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 Saskatchewan, uh, you know, I think we're we're very fortunate. You know, people are, you know, for the most part, you know, fairly common sense, fairly understanding, and uh, of of one another, and and you know, quickly. And we learned this over the course of the last two years, in particular in Canada, to uh, you know, just have a little bit of personal respect for everyone around you, and, and you know why they're doing what they're doing. It might not be your business. You might not understand. And I think that just takes, uh, you, you know, if each of us just adopt that moving forward, uh, you know, we're going to be able to. You know, find our way, uh, not be judgmental. Yeah, on a positive note, my son just reminded me, greatest hockey player of all time, Gordy Howe, came from Saskatchewan. Well, and, really? and we've got Braden Schneider with the New York Rangers right now going to help him win a cup. We've got to take a break. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Thank you, uh, 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 Charlie. Charlie, thank you.